0: Welcome to Ask the Chief Information Officer on federalnewsradio.com and 1500 AM. Now your host, Jason Miller.
1: Welcome to the show. Today we're focusing on IT modernization and the Centers of Excellence Initiative. I moderated a recent panel discussion at the Igniting Innovation event sponsored by ACT-IAC. My guests on the panel were Gary Washington, the Chief Information Officer at the Agriculture Department, Darren Ash, the Assistant CIO of the Farm Production and Conservation Mission Area at USDA, and Joanne collins the Deputy Commissioner of the Federal Acquisition Service and the Director of the Technology Transformation Service at the General Services Administration.
0: And I'm new to the government, relatively new. I'm here about seven months now, but I didn't know all those different programs. But when I did join the government, everybody had said just what Jason said. There's been a million of these. We know what the problems are, and let's put a team together that's actually going to work in an agency to fix these problems. So all those, you know, Cloud First, DCOI, I, I never heard of Quicksilver, so oh. thank you for that. Karen
1: Evans may be mad at me for oh, Quicksilver. Oh, I in love that, but Karen.
0: Yeah. Okay. So our goal with the Centers of Excellence is to actually put together teams of people, industry talent that is very, very specific, that will It's built, we're building them in GSA, and then I'm going to talk about our fabulous first Lighthouse Agency, or actually give that to Gary to talk about. But um, the whole goal is to embed in an agency to make change with the right execution talent. So this isn't about a policy, this is about how do we actually execute to make progress. So the five COEs, again, two of them are on infrastructure, and three are on citizen client experience. Again, we didn't do any more work on what are the problems. Everybody in the government, the past administrations and CIO teams were very clear on what the problems were. So the center of excellence approach was all about how do we stand up teams that are combined of feds, plus our partners, our vendor partners, to actually go into an agency and make change. How do we harden that approach, and then go to the next agency? So, the way we're working, and one of the things you didn't know, and you won't find on the web about us, is that it's an incredibly fun team, we're all based in the Witten Building. And there is this incredible amount of energy of this that this team has. And if you go to the Witten Building, which is in USDA, you don't know who's from USDA. You don't know who's a vendor. You don't know who's from GSA. We are all there in support of USDA. So that energy, I think, grew up and is being co-created as a result of the first agency. So I am thrilled. I'm going to turn this to Gary. A big, very important decision in the success of the COEs, in my opinion, probably the most important thing, was who was the first agency. Because we had to get an agency where we had that level of support from the top all the way through the ground troops to actually do things differently. So. USDA is the first agency, and let me turn it over to my incredible partner.
1: But I'm going to jump in because uh, uh, I do my okay, job. Other, other job. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so the, the necessary follow-up question. One of the things, uh, and, and I think that's actually really refreshing when you talk about. We didn't look at the problem. You know, a lot of times I've heard the old analogy: a problem is a snake. So you either push the snake and kick the snake, and everyone talks about the snake, and no one ever moves the snake. When you guys talk about. Moving forward, what are some of the measures, and maybe Gary will get into this, but from where you sit at TTS, what are the measures, what are the metrics that you say we are in the right direction?
0: For each of the COEs, we have a series of objectives, and there are measures that go along with them. So I'll give you a simplistic measure. For one of the COEs, it's related to physical infrastructure optimization. So for USDA, the goal is to get to two physical data centers uh, by the end of two years. So that is a very clear cut goal that we have Gary set that goal that goal would change depending on the next agency that we're they're going into so we have very clear cut metrics in terms of each of the centers of excellence we meet Gary and I with the teams every week on how we're progressing we're in the first phase which is focused on assessment and planning for the next phase of this activity so this first couple, it, they're really two sprints are based on, we just got into USDA with the vendor teams in the beginning of April. So there's a tremendous amount of assessment and planning. There's also intersect with great work that USDA had started before we came in. Darren's gonna speak about some of that.
1: All right, Gary, jump in.
2: So you don't want me to talk about USDA?
1: I don't want you to tell me that there's <laughs> 120,000 people and we have farmers and producers, <laughs> and they can look that up. I want you to tell me something I don't know. And I, I, I think I know a lot sometimes.
2: Well, so as Joanne said, this has been a, a beautiful partnership. And I think in this partnership, our job is to make sure that this uh, this concept, we need to prove that this concept can be successful and is implementable across the large decentralized agency like Department of Agriculture. And something that you do know is that this is a lot of hard work. You have to have accountability and leadership from the top down it's been a uh, tremendous partnership with GSA. We have a steering committee, if you will, with uh, Jerry Kushner, Chris Liddell, our secretary, the deputy secretary. We're being measured and held accountable by them on a monthly basis in terms of you know, what we're trying to achieve. So the framework that we use for modernization are five centers of excellence. Infrastructure optimization, compute, uh, cloud computing, customer experience contact centers and digital services analytics. So at the end of our engagement, the idea is that we will have implemented these concepts across our department in every mission area. And it basically uh, changed the way that Department of Agriculture does business uh, moving forward. But the, a lot of this is, is not about really IT. It's really a change management effort. Uh, we have to prepare our workforce, which is what we're uh, starting to have discussions about. Um, And in addition to that, we need to be in a position to uh, manage, operate, maintain the new environment. So there's constant modernization going on, and there's change at many levels. And by the way, we have to keep our day-to-day working. A lot of the uh, concepts that we've partnered on and agreed to are are new for our, our workforce, not just the IT workforce, but our, our workforce as a whole in USDA. So uh, there's a massive effort to go out and introduce our employees, our customers, and our citizens to these new solutions that we're bringing to them to solve uh, their, business, uh, their, their business needs and everything. Um, we've uh, had tremendous partnership among our missionary CIOs, uh, our executive leadership. As Joanne stated, was very important is you know everybody's bought in, it's a big team, and uh, we have clearly defined metrics that we're marching to uh, for, uh, for every year, and you know we've entered to, to a contract, if you will, in this partnership, and, and and we're really doing some good work across the department.
1: All right. So my one quick follow-up is, Gary, you've been at you know, correct me if I'm wrong, FDA. Yes. You worked at OMB. Yes. All right. I'm sure there's others I'm missing. Those are the two I remember right off the bat. APHIS, APHIS, going, yeah. the <laughs> is the difference this time from the last 20 years, is the top support you're getting from Secretary Perdue and, and Deputy Secretary, is the difference the what? What would you point to as one or two differences, why this is gaining that momentum or are we just right time, right place, things are coming together?
2: I, I think it's the right time, right place, but I, I think most of it is there was a time people talked about modernization, and it was a great thing to talk about and plan for. Well, we're actually doing it because this is a priority for our department. And uh, we the IT Modernization CAP goal is being led by USDA and our Deputy Secretary Steven Sinsky. So uh, there's a lot at stake for us in terms of not just being successful in implementing this, but showing that you can take this model up and maybe take a a little modified model and do this somewhere else across the federal government. Because I think there is a belief that, you know, modernization cannot be done in some cases. But I I just don't think that's true.
1: We have to take a break. You're listening to a special edition of Ask the CIO, where we're focusing on IT modernization and the Centers of Excellence Initiative. I'm Jason Miller, and you're listening to Ask the CIO on federalnewsradio.com and 1500
3: a.m. The cyber challenges agencies face minute by minute, hour by hour, and day by day will not decrease anytime soon. The latest statistics say that in fiscal 2017, agencies endured 35,277 cybersecurity incidents, which is a 14% increase over 2016. Tune in on June 14th for Ask the CIO Industry Insights Edition with Philip Quaid, Chief Information Security Officer, Fortinet. We'll discuss how Fortinet is helping agencies protect themselves. That's Thursday, June 14th at 1230. Sponsored by Fortinet.
2: I'm Linda Carr, Managing Member of Advanced Alliance Solutions Team, AAST, and the President of Technical and Management Resources, TMR. AAST is a joint venture of small businesses dedicated to providing the federal government with exceptional services under the GSA Alliance Small Business Contract. If you are looking for a small business teaming partner, consider the power of the Advanced Alliance Solutions Team.
3: For potential small business teaming opportunities, contact them at advancedalliance.com. That's advancedalliance.com. Where do federal agencies begin on the path toward IT modernization? You can start with the technologies, like software-defined networking, which are available for you today. In this series, at and leaders share what's possible for the Department of Defense. Here's a soundbite from Mike Leff, Public Sector Vice President of Defense, providing context on why commercial technologies are needed now.
4: We're going to see the rate of change continue to go up exponentially. Things are going to be done better, faster, and cheaper. The network of the future is really a network that is software-defined, it's orchestrated as cloud-enabled. Software-defined networking is all about accelerating innovative technologies and leveraging commercial capabilities to improve the military's warfighting capability. And so I think in three to five years, I would expect to see a more highly connected mobile warfighting capability where much of what takes place is taking place at the edge.
3: Hear more on delivering the future of defense networking today from innovators and leaders of at and Go to federalnewsradio.com slash defense. That's federalnewsradio.com slash defense. Bold. Innovative. Inspired. Empowered. That's what we are at Perspecta. We're a new company with the expertise to tackle the most complex national security challenges. By working side-by-side side with our U.S. government customers to accomplish the missions that keep us all safer. Stronger. Better.
2: Because what matters to our nation matters to us. Find out how you can join us at Perspecta.com careers.
3: Perspecta. See a better way. Tom Temen here, coming up on Friday's Federal Drive. With midterm elections becoming an obsession for at least one branch of government, new questions arise for something over which the federal government has little control. Plus, it's officially hurricane season. When it comes to contractor reliance after a natural disaster, FEMA has room to tighten up its contracting practices. Join me Friday morning starting at 6 for the Federal Drive with Tom Tamman. Federalnewsradio.com at 1500 a.m.
0: Find out what happened while you were sleeping. Get Federal News Radio's daily headlines. Go to federalnewsradio.com. Search alerts.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to a special edition of Ask the CIO, where we're focusing on IT modernization and the Centers of Excellence Initiative. I'm Jason Miller. I moderated a recent panel discussion at the Igniting Innovation event sponsored by ACT-IAC. My guests on that panel were Gary Washington, the CIO at the Agriculture Department, Darren Ash, the Assistant CIO of the Farm Production and Conservation Mission Area at USDA, and Joanne Collins-Smee, the Deputy Commissioner of the Federal Acquisition Service and the Director of the Technology Transformation Service at the GSA.
5: Darren. Good afternoon so I'll throw some numbers out two million plus farmers ranchers or producers 22,000 employees within my mission area I say that because they don't care where my data the systems are hosted they don't care if it's in the cloud they don't care if it's at a data center in Kansas City they want to make sure this stuff works and we're able to provide efficient effective services to our customers that's what they care about and they they do speak up and I tie it back to the CoE one of the neat things that just happened is A wonderful group, this is a collaborative team, went out to Fredericksburg, down to Fredericksburg, Virginia to listen, to ask, what is it we can do differently? What is it we can do better to how we serve you through the capabilities that we already provide? Where can we modernize? The other thing that we've done is we survey our employees. Again, 22,000 employees across the country. Within one segment, we surveyed 10,000 employees about our applications and systems. 4,000 people responded. These are our employees. 4,000 out of 10,000, that's not not something to sneeze about. But it's also meaningful data, and we know that the Secretary is heavy, very strong, and very interested in data-driven decisions. We need this information, the quantitative data, the qualitative data, to provide us the direction, to provide us the ideas, because we know, I'm gonna tie it into something that Joanne said, not all the ideas are born out of USDA, out of headquarters. They come from our staff, and sometimes they come from outside of USDA, Case in point, farmers.gov, website that we launched back in February, and I think it's probably safe to say it's the standard now for USDA in terms of how we both educate. It's our brand now within USDA. It's how we educate, inform, and as we work our way into the beginning of summer, how we interact and conduct business with our customers. That is something that's very important to us, to our mission area, and to our employees. The neat thing, and I'm going to tie it, Jason, you wanted to ask something new, different, that you didn't know about from a modernization perspective. The contract that was let to support Farmers.gov, we worked in partnership with USDS, US Digital Services. And this is one of those things you, sh- you know, people want to say, show me how you can do things better, faster. We got it done in three weeks. Start to finish the contract award. Folks are on board. And we just showed the first major deliverable to our political leadership this week. They loved it. It can be done, and I think that's the mantra when I go out to Kansas City where a good chunk of my staff uh, works. Motto in in Missouri, it's a show me state. Show me what's possible. Show me that it can get done. Through the contracts we do, through the mechanisms, through what we learn from our customers, we know it's possible. Now we start to demonstrate, and that's one of the things that's really exciting right now within USDA. All
1: right, we're going to get to your questions in a second, so start thinking. I'm going to get my one follow-up. Darren, when you looked, and if you can, in court, and I'll give you the, the the out if you need it, of course. When you surveyed the ten thousand employees and four thousand, any high- level trends, and what what did they tell you? what What stood out to you as, oh, I thought we were doing that pretty well, Maybe we weren't, or, hey, look, I thought I didn't think it was as good as I thought it was, and it's even better. What, what are some of the things that stood out to you? So
5: this was the second year that we did the survey. We did one about a year ago. And the story within SSA USDA, good was that things weren't that great. Employees were concerned about reliability, availability. We've done a lot since then. And the, the big thing that, that stuck out for me with this new survey, the results, is the trend was going up in terms of staff. What they said is how things were getting better. That was neat to see.
1: This was obviously an anonymous survey. It's not like you, you did it in person, so people could feel like they could tell you their real feelings. Correct. All right, excellent. All right. Yes. Hey, check that.
3: Yes.
1: You know, <laughs> it makes just in case. If Darren went to each person, talk. Who has questions? <laughs> Remember, I. Get, oh, there we go. Because you know, I get paid to do this, and they'd rather hear from you. Yes. Tell them who you are, please. Okay. Hi, Mark Higgins with DXC Technology. Um, and so, uh, what I and you guys, I know you started with the uh, phase one, but I'd be interested in what's your, what's the time frame you're shooting for to have some meaningful change done? I heard two data centers in two years. I think getting to get down to that, but. You've got five COEs, could be boiling the ocean. Just very curious what, what, uh, what time frame you set for
2: yourself mentally to get stuff done.
0: We'll both kind of oh, open. You want to start?
2: So uh, the time frame for the entire engagement uh, is, is approximately three years from start to finish. However, the Office of American Innovation is not going to be at USDA in its totality for the whole amount of time. So we have um, very focused activities around these centers of excellence, and we have very focused uh, milestones we need to meet. And right now, we're in the assessment phase where we're going to map out where are we across the department in each COE, and where do we want to be, how are we going to get there, and there'll be some other information. That information will go into another engagement, which will start the implementation phase, which is possibly going to start this fall, early winter, so those uh, those participants will be expected to implement solutions that will help uh, digitize USDA, provide the capability to have uh, self-service portals, make our ex- experience better for farmers, ranchers, you know, foresters, those those people, and it, it's uh, we have set ambitious but realistic you know, time frames to accomplish this. And we have some fantastic partners that are helping us with this as well as the support that we're getting from our department.
0: Thanks, Gary. And and I just add one other thing. Um, the five COEs are very different. There's the two big what I call the heavy lifting infrastructure ones, which are much more of the, um, you know, six month, twelve month, eighteen month planning. When you're talking about migrating big systems to the cloud, right, those of you that do that work know that's quite heavy lifting. There's other work that we're doing with the client experience where we're already jumping in. So the Frederick Berg piece that Darren spoke about, we have a team that's there with farmers now. This whole idea of, hey, we're in the middle of doing some system changes. Let's start with user-centered design. So there is a lot of, there is, when we think about the client experience piece, we're already able to affect change there, um, obviously embedded with the teams. When you talk about the infrastructure stuff, it is a lot more of the heavy lifting, this three-year plan. And USDA is a very aggressive modernization plan on their and, infrastructure. And to
5: the point that Joanne was just saying about Frederick Group, that will support releases in September and December. So that is aggressive.
0: Yeah.
2: And, and I'd just like to add, is, We're not starting from scratch everywhere. As Joanne talked about, there's a lot of work that has already taken place. And actually, it's been accomplished uh, this far. So I I think we're on a good clip to satisfy commitments.
1: And we got another question. But I think that's a great point, Gary, because USDA, for instance, you guys didn't just have, oh, we're not doing data center consolidation for the last eight years. You guys have been working toward those goals anyways. So it's not like getting down to two may only come down from four or six. Maybe. Here's another
2: question. (laughs)
4: I'm Greg Goodale with Gartner. As you guys crank this model up and you come up with this approach to help other organizations modernize beyond USDA, is it your vision that you'll be able to support multiple initiatives at the same
2: time? What's that going to look like, say, two or three years down the line?
0: Uh, That's the vision, that we'd have several agencies that the COEs are in at one time. So for the first instantiation, we all agreed it's USDA and USDA alone. But as we look into 19, we are looking at, are there other agencies that we would bring on? Not to do probably the five, but maybe we're going to help them focus on client experience stuff. Or an agency really has an issue with cloud adoption. So as we're evolving this model, the view is it doesn't have to be all five. It could be one or two or three of the set of five. We're going to be building up the teams uh, also, because when we think about USDA, you need a singular focus on USDA to execute. So our vision is that we would have similar Tiger teams. Uh, obviously, they have very specific skill, but they would go into the next agency on there. So it's not like we would do, U- the same team would do USDA and blank agency.
1: And it would depended on if an agency, for instance, needs Help with data center consolidation, or maybe their customer service is actually shows pretty well. That's where how you guys will focus on the, the future, meaning once you kind of get some lessons learned and some processes in place, then the rollout can be maybe more quicker or, or happen more quickly at other agencies. Yes,
0: yes. Uh, USDA, we are co creating this model with USDA. And, you know, Gary didn't mention one thing that was a brilliant stroke on Gary's part. There was a talent search that they did in USDA um, on their, their IT talent. And the top eight people, lots of people applied. And Gary and the team, and we got to see those resumes, they picked eight people from their IT teams. They've embedded them into the COEs, again, skill specific. So they are. that was an incredible lift, because they know where the bodies are buried, to some degree, right? So you, you know, you get in our green beans from the COEs, and you know, whereas the guys from USDA, they know, right? They know where things are. And case in point,
5: one of those is one of my employees, and that was a two-year commitment. We put our people to something that we believe in, and that was a commitment that we're making.
1: All right, Gary. Now I got I got another follow-up follow question over here, but real quick, how many people applied? You had eight. So did you do 20 apply? Did 40
2: apply? Did you get, do you get remember? I, I believe, if I remember correctly, possibly 29 people applied, and we made it very clear that we wanted the best and the brightest. Uh, we select. We have uh, nine mission areas, so we uh, we wanted uh, a person from each mission area, because quite frankly, for an IT professional, uh, this is a career opportunity, and the whole idea is to give people opportunity to be a part of our future, and to lead our future. So um, we're trying to prepare, this is a step towards preparing our IT workforce for this new environment, to lead this new environment.
1: Excellent, another question.
0: Hi, I'm Rita Carroll, I'm with Red Hat, <coughs> and I've been assigned uh, to support the COEs
5: from a vendor perspective. So my question is, what is the correct process to get involved,
0: and who do I contact? So Gary and I, um, and I'm gonna apologize in advance, if. Any of you have sent me emails and I haven't answered. I'm sure if you have sent them to Gary, he's answered, because he's Superman and I'm not. But. We're really trying to get a lot of work done before we're doing our next discussion with uh, our partner community. And Gary and I have been speaking about doing a June industry day, not to pre-announce. We don't know what day it will be. To to tell you all about what we found in the first phase, and also to give you the time frame for the next phase, which will include, as Gary mentioned, more uh, procurement um, of additional partners to join us.
2: And would say, as much as I would like to entertain uh, conversations about doing work with USDA now, we're trying to be very disciplined about you know, the process that we put in place. So there'll be an opportunity, as Joanne just said, for everybody to speak with us about what's going on, but more importantly, have further instruction about having an opportunity to get involved.
1: We have to take a break. You're listening to a special edition of Ask the CIO, where we're focusing on IT modernization and the Centers of Excellence Initiative. I'm Jason Miller, and you're listening to Ask the CIO on federalnewsradio.com and 1500 AM.
0: Listen to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM, every other Friday morning at 11 o'clock. Brought to you by the attorneys of Shaw, Bransford and Roth. FedTalk features live discussions with experts from around the federal sector to share insights on top issues affecting federal agencies and employees. FedTalk is sponsored by Long-Term Care Insurance Partners. Tune in this week to hear from their latest panel of experts on the top issues facing today's federal workforce.
3: A federal career can last 30 years or more, and so can federal retirement. Tune in every Monday at 10.05 a.m. to get the information you need to plan your course for financial security, solid benefits, and optimum health care. 100% focused on the federal employee. For Your Benefit, presented by NITP, has the answers to your career retirement planning questions. Listen to For Your Benefit, sponsored by WEPA, Mondays at 10.05 a.m. on Federal News Radio, 1500 a.m., for topics and ideas that could change your future. For free information, visit nitpinc.com and waepa.org.
4: This is the sound of healthcare saving lives. But now healthcare needs help. Patient visits, costs, and paperwork are all spiraling. This is the sound of a team of technologists and engineers at Battelle studying big data, making healthcare healthier, improving patient outcomes. With Battelle, it can be done. Learn more at battelle.org forward slash outcomes. The cyber challenges agencies
3: face minute by minute, hour by hour, and day by day will not decrease anytime soon. The latest statistics say that in fiscal 2017, agencies endured 35,277 cybersecurity incidents, which is a 14% increase over 2016. Tune in on June 14th for Ask the CIO Industry Insights Edition with Philip Quaid, Chief Information Security Officer, Fortinet. We'll discuss how Fortinet is helping agencies protect themselves. That's Thursday, June 14th at 1230. Sponsored by Fortinet. The federal government is experiencing transformative cloud adoption. Orchestrating workloads across the enterprise while maintaining resiliency under changing mission conditions is ideal. Yet moving to a multi-cloud environment can be daunting. With Veritas, it doesn't have to be. Instead, agencies can take advantage of multi-cloud data management, data protection, storage optimization, compliance readiness, and workload portability with no vendor lock-in.
2: Visit Veritas.com slash government to learn more. This is Scott Massioni. Follow me for the latest news critical to the defense community on Twitter at S Mascioni Welcome back.
1: You're listening to a special edition of Ask the CIO, where we're focusing on IT modernization and the Centers of Excellence Initiative. I'm Jason Miller, and you're listening to Ask the CIO on FederalNewsRadio.com and 1500 AM. I moderated a recent panel at the Igniting Innovation event sponsored by ACT-IAC. My guests on that panel were Gary Washington, the CIO of the Agriculture Department, Darren Ash, the Assistant CIO of the Farm Production and Conservation Mission Area at USDA, and Joanne Collins-Smee, the Deputy Commissioner of the Federal Acquisition Service and the Director of the Technology Transformation Service at GSA. There we go, another question.
0: Hi, my name is Sophia Liu. I work at the USGS as an innovation specialist. Um, One question I have is, You know, to what extent is IT modernization just catching up for government, um, having been in government for a little while, and to what point are we actually leveraging more of the disruptive technologies so that we're not potentially being replaced by what industry can do or actually partner with them better? So, uh, you know, my opinion uh, is we are absolutely catching up, right? And I came in from the private sector. This is what I did for my day job in big firms around the world. So we're catching up in the federal government, absolutely. So, and no one, Matt. I don't know if you were here for Matt's piece, but he, you know, said the same thing. We know what the problems are, and now we're very focused on attacking them. Uh, Your second point about disruptive technologies, we are absolutely looking at disruptive technologies. So Gary mentioned the contact center. We call it the contact center of the future. So we're first looking at all the contact centers that USDA has out there, uh, and all the channels, not just the um, uh, call centers, but also the bureaus, the chats, you know, the email vehicles. How do the citizens get in? We're looking at. What does that look like in the future? How can we bring RPA, robotic process automation, in to actually help that? We're bringing in outside expertise specifically focused on contact center of the future, as an example. So, when you talk about disruptive technologies and learning systems, we are our, our next. Um, vehicle that will go out will be seeking firms to actually help us do RPA, do learning systems, and that's in one area. If you think about cloud, I mean, you know, every day there's new provisioning systems, right? So our view is we are going to be grabbing the latest technology. We're not looking to bring, you know, put in something from even three years ago.
4: Hi, my name is Jeff Myers. Um, I've had a chance to look through some of the uh, Federal Data Center Consolidation Index data and a couple of pieces from that. One is the USDA's data center, Nitsi is actually one of the best on a number of objective measures. So congratulations on that. The second is that data makes clear that if you took all of the servers in all the federal data centers, they would fit in about one to one and a half Amazon Web Services data centers. And so then it makes me wonder as you look at it, you know, we've made great progress. We've kind of consolidated down from 11,000 data centers to, I don't know what it is, 7,000 or so today maybe should we be aiming for like 15 or 20 instead of 7,000? And if we did, that kind of implies that a center of excellence, such as USDA, with one of your great data centers, such as NITSE maybe could serve three or four other departments. And so I guess my question is kind of what's the vision with respect to kind of a center of excellence that might cut more broadly uh, across government than just within the department? Joanne, I think that's for you. (laughs)
0: OK. Gary, you want to take on more work? That was my aside. Uh, NITSI a world-class data center, right? I th- think I dealt with great data centers in the private sector. NITSI is amazing. A big part of our push, though, is putting stuff in NITSI that we can't get to the commercial cloud. So kind of one of Gary's challenges to the team is we are going to push the envelope as far as we can on current commercial offerings, but there will be things that can't. So USDA's vision is NITSI, of course, and one other backup. Uh, regarding them going into business, supporting other parts of uh, the government, I'll leave that to Gary. But this idea about, you know, should we have 10 data centers in in the government instead of how many we have today, I don't even know is a is a bigger question, obviously. I'm pretty focused on our day job today, which is, you're trying to optimize at the missionary level. I think one of the problems in the past is we've looked at everything intergalactically and said the federal government, whereas let's focus on an agency where we can get stuff done, focus on their citis- our citizens that get service from that agency. So it's a great question. I I don't have the answer. I don't know if Gary wants to be there.
2: I'll just say the goal in the USDA obviously is to get from 39 to two data centers, government data centers. But we have given our our employees or our agencies the option of going to a commercial cloud provider. So we're putting that in place. And um, we want to make sure that you can't put everything in NISI. So we want to give people options and make sure that we do the right thing to address the business needs of our agencies in USDA and provide a best value with quality or best of breed technology at the same time, and have it be cost effective. So we we made a lot of progress this year. Uh, we had a goal to close 18. I think we've met that already for this fiscal year. So uh, I'm pretty excited about us marching to be I mean, reaching our, our goals.
1: All right, another
4: question back here. Hi, Stu Hammer with DXE Technology, and I think it's great that uh, your agency is benchmark for the rest of the agencies. But I'm I'm kind of a little bit of an abstract question. So you guys are really good at FATARA and the congressional scorecard. So how do you see the benefit of what you're doing now and improving the scorecard, especially with FATARA 6 and the MGT and the cyber measures? You know, when the Secretary came in, frankly,
5: said he wanted USD to be the best managed, best run organization department in the federal government. And I think the types of things you describe around fatar are emblematic of how we can continue to improve and be an example across the federal space. But I'm going to speak from our mission area. My measure of success is how we serve our customers in terms of how they interact with us, how they, how, uh, they receive benefits, how they apply for disaster aid, uh, how they get co- uh, help with uh, conservation practices. That, for me, is a true measure of how we serve, in this case, our customers.
2: In terms of FAtar, across the department, you know we're very serious about improving our scores, um, but having said that, uh, I, we use Fatar for, for also as, as a management tool uh, in terms of making progress towards those where we're supposed to in those areas, such as um, you know DCI, obviously, you know portfolio health, the inner, the uh, the uh, inner, the, inner, the risk management and transparency, those kinds of things. So. Uh, I hope to see as we make progress, the progress we've already made, that can somehow be reflected in improving our scores because we have made a lot of progress in those areas of USDA.
1: All right, another question? Hi, Greg Deephouse, Acumen Solutions. So, my question has to relate to the, the business leader at USDA. Two, two types of business leaders the one is the type of person that wants to innovate, wants to change. The second is the type of person that doesn't want to innovate and doesn't want to change. What does centers of excellence, how does that practically affect both of those people though? The one that wants to innovate and the one that doesn't, how, is that, how are you going to make that meaningful to the, to the business leaders, not the IT leadership, but the business leaders and the agencies at USDA?
2: Through this whole engagement, my experience has been that very few people, I'm not going to say nobody, but very few people don't want to innovate. I, I think, people wanted to have a conversation about how they could be included in innovations. And they wanted to be a part of the process. And through several of the COEs, particularly uh, customer experience and the contact center and somewhat with digital services analytics, we're engaging. It's just like and I'm sure Darren will talk about this with the farmers, but <coughs> we actually are going out and engaging folks and making them a part of the process and asking them what they want. So they have a sense of ownership in it. So it, it's very exciting to see these conversations change in terms of you know, the innovation, what type of innovations, and, and what we're going to be bringing to them and their involvement.
5: Again, it's just demonstrating what's possible. Yeah. Something as simple as an electronic signature. Yes, we do this all the time. Or to be able to submit a document electronically that's officially recognized as legitimate, something that we accept, that's different. It's not like we don't want to innovate it is all entirely possible, and again, demonstrating to folks it can be done. This agency did it, We, this is how they did it, let's see how we can replicate that type of, of capability.
1: All right, we have time for maybe one more, maybe two depending, otherwise I have one of course, <laughs> you think about it. Uh, Joanne, let me uh, start with you maybe on, if I'm an agency who's in the audience today and I'm going, well, I'd love to do that too. Now, nobody's not not doing IT modernization, right? Nobody is just sitting still going, well, I'll wait for for TTS and the COEs to come rescue me, right? But how do I move it faster? How do I kind of, if I want to get going, is there a way beyond waiting till USDA kind of gets going? Is there something that, like, TTS I know through 18F offers services, USDS offers services. I'm not trying to steal your answer. I'm just trying to push us toward, like, what can other agencies do in the meantime while, these, while USDA kind of gets ramped up?
0: We're already looking at other agencies for 19, as I mentioned, to possibly do one or two of these um, COEs. But we have other incredibly talented men and women in TTS, our team in TTS, and in USDS, that can help with advancing specific agendas. So uh, incredibly talented men and women. We don't have enough of them. So any of you have friends and family who wants to join and work for the government, we have jobs for them. We are also looking at hardening a website, which will talk about our learnings thus far together with USDA, in terms of processes and to be able for agencies that aren't going to use the COEs to possibly just take collateral that we've you know, gathered.
1: And, and Gary, on your end, and maybe Darren, if you want to jump in too. The, the question that the gentleman, the last question the gentleman asked about getting the mission people and the quick wins, do you have a hope or what, what what what's your first quick win you hope? Or what as you look out there over the next you know six to nine months, if you could deliver one, two, three things to, to make things better, like farmers.gov is as, as Darren used that as a, a great example as a, a quick win. What are some other quick wins that maybe we should be looking for?
2: Obviously farmers.gov and it it's not just about farmers.gov. It's um, you know and Darren will talk about hopefully the what's going to be available to our customers on Farmers.gov. But what I see and what is a, um, refreshing to me is that we have other mission areas that want to digitize things they're trying to do. Uh, for instance, uh, in, my mar- in our marketing and regulatory programs mission area, uh, APHIS will be uh, automating all of their, their whole permitting uh, process. You know, And there's very complex permits in APHIS. Um, we have some other agencies that want to, FSI is our Food Safety Inspection Service, we're having conversations with them about the import and export certificates and digitizing that. You know, automating the loan process and role development, you know, is, is, is a big one on, on the slate. So for me, I mean, we, we're, we're pretty good at doing the back-end stuff and the infrastructure. What's exciting is the things that actually the customers use and the people out in the field use and, they, and improving their experience. And we should have some wins this year. But I, th- I think the flagship is going to be what Darren is working on.
5: A lot of it's about self-service. Yeah.
2: Make it easier for them to interact. It doesn't take away from the great
5: men and women that work for our organization and how they work with our customers. But there are other things we can do to digitize the experience, modernize, and make it easier for them to, to, to work with us.
1: We have to take a break. You're listening to a special edition of Ask the CIO, where we're focusing on IT modernization and the Centers of Excellence Initiative. I moderated a recent panel discussion at the Igniting Innovation event sponsored by ACT-IAC. My guests on the panel were Gary Washington, the CIO of the Agriculture Department, Darren Ash, the Assistant CIO of the Farm Production and Conservation Mission Area at USDA, and Joanne Collins-Smey, the Deputy Commissioner of the Federal Acquisition Service and the Director of the Technology Transformation Service at the General Services Administration. I'm Jason Miller. You're listening to Ask the CIO on federalnewsradio.com and 1500
0: a.m. Federal News Radio's longest-running program sheds light on the complex world of an agency CIO. FederalNewsRadio.com. Search Ask the CIO.